Hello, everybody. Welcome to The Card is Going to the Change. That's right, AIW's very own podcast. And my name is Alex Worldwide Keller, and I just want to tell you all about one of our great sponsors. That's right, Pollyanna DIY, PollyannaDIY.com, at PollyannaDIY on Twitter, Instagram, and etc. And what Pollyanna DIY has to offer you, they have excellent original wrestling enamel pins, shirts, including the Extreme Roots 91 t-shirt. Checking my hair right now. I have some medium roots. Take care of that in a bit. That's right. They have it all. And wrestling promoters and wrestlers, if you're looking to get into the enamel pin game or t-shirts, Pollyanna DIY wants to hook it up. Now let's take it to the show. The reason you hit download, the card is going to change. Once again, everybody, thanks for listening to AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Before we get into this week's episode, as always, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors that help us bring the show to you for free each and every week. Firstly, thanks to Angelo's Pizza. They're feeding us here as they always do while we record, and they, of course, bring pizza to you at our live events at Mount Carmel. If you want to try more of their pizza or anything else on their menu, it's all delicious. Head to Angelo's on Madison Avenue in Lakewood, Ohio. And thanks to Smart Mark Video, they record all of our live events. And if you want to relive any of those or watch them for the first time, you can purchase that on DVD or digital download from smartmarkvideo.com. And additionally, head to powerbomb.tv, sign up using the code ABSOLUTE, and you will get a 20-day trial for free. And then stick around and just keep watching the shows that we put out there from the AIW archives. And as always, thanks to Jack Prince, who helps take care of all of our printing and graphic design needs. They can do all of that and more for you, whether it be banners, t-shirts, business cards, flyers, everything and anything. For all that they have to offer, head to jackprince.com. J-A-K-Prince.com. Ah, yes. That wonderful, youthful voice that you just heard. None other than young Joshua Bishop. He will be joining us on this episode of The Card is Going to Change. I'm not young, Steve. I'm a man. You're a young man. A 20-year-old man. Well. I got a man job now. That's young. You got a man job? I got a man job now. I'm a construction worker. You should have said professional wrestler. And professional wrestler. My first time on this podcast. So you're like Kaplan. I was just a cashier. But now. (laughs) Now you're so much more. Now they've heard me become a man. Oh, fantastic. As always, you're still living with your parents, though, huh? Hey, you know, (laughs) banking all the money, banking all the money. Kenny Uh, Wang uh, told me that uh, after my match, Jay on Night 2, that last year he saw me debut as a boy, but he saw me wrestle as a man. Well, you know, because everything. (laughs) Yeah, because that's who I want to be listening to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good good choice of heroes there. One day Uh, I feel like we have to just have him on the podcast. It just, just so the people that have no idea who the fuck we're talking about (laughs) can get an idea. And then they'll, of why. You thought the Duke ratings hurt us. Oh, Uh, yeah, that's true. Also joined by Duke's very emotional on social media lately. You guys notice that? Yeah. And in life. Yeah. Yeah. 
in, in real life, too. You know, I try to talk to him. I told I was making him real emotional. I talk to him all the time. <laughs> well, that makes one of us. <laughs> <laughs> not, on, like, not on social media. But like, you know, when I see him at the shows, wow. make sure I chat with him. I always have good talks. I actually have good talks with the Duke. I like talking to him, uh, typically. All um, right. We, we don't get into the emotional stuff, though, I don't think. So there's no? That. No, not really. You got to engage on his Facebook. I don't, I don't want to. Everyone, yeah, everyone, make sure to add Duke and he check listen, out his emotional posts. He listens to this. You know, Duke, look, if you want to talk about the uh, emotional stuff, you hit Does me he up, have right? emotional posts? I don't use Facebook, Sometimes. so I don't know. You say you're a man, you don't use Facebook? No, man. Twitter and Instagram, Snapchat. That's it. Yeah, that's, Business that's Tinder. Cool. And Tinder. Business gets done in the Facebook chat groups, dude. Well, I'd use yeah. the chat, but so, not the app. Yeah, all right. Well, <coughs> uh, also joined by AAW owner John Thorne. Uh, of course, as always, my name is Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts. Uh, this episode, we're going to uh, not just recap the Duke and his emotions, but uh, jail it. Day one, night one, everything leading up to it, really. Uh, so, I mean, let's, let's start there. Let's. Let's. Who did we have, not booked, but on the short list, we're like, we got to get these guys. I was trying to think out. of this, and I know that I, I forgot. I've probably forgotten a zillion people. Yeah. Uh, because like there's so many Jaylet drafts and you know not enough people that I probably would have uh, run it by like responded to me today when I was trying to remember who uh, I know the big ones that fell through were I wanted to get uh, Michael Modest and Tony Jones uh, from you know early 2000s indie fame but mainly beyond the mat fame yeah and uh I wanted, I wanted to. Uh, I wanted that to be the first round matchup. That that was going to be like the first round. Tony <laughs> Jones versus Mi- Michael Modest, but uh, Michael Modest uh, appreciated the offer, but uh, he declined because uh, you know he's like a big star now. He's wow. in. Uh, he's got got a couple lines in Thirteen Reasons Why Season Two on Netflix. Oh, okay. And, and he just was not. He just was not interested. And uh, and taking an independent date at this time, so, um, you know that's uh, that's that was the big one that fell through. Tony Jones, uh, I think, still actively wrestles, but I I didn't think Michael Modest did. So I wanted to get Modest on board before I even talked to Tony Jones. Uh, so once Modest said no, I didn't even reach out to Tony Jones. I will say one name. I'm gonna throw this out there right now. I wanted to see if Tony Jones built up that upper body and got in the hunt yet <laughs> a guy that we did try to seek out and everybody asks us all the time when are you gonna book him in aiw jerry lynn was on that list he always is what? yeah yeah but he d- he just doesn't wrestle anymore yeah so he won't sorry, wrestle folks. uh jerry flynn also is highly requested <laughs> um a uh referee from pittsburgh uh found like uh, used like one of those like uh you know private investigator websites and like found what could have been his cell phone but uh jerry flynn must not be a texter because i didn't get a i didn't get a response um we tried pco he was not available we tried him immediately after the uh 420 show i considered uh booking Braden walker to beat your brains in but uh after i found a recent photo of him after i did track him down I didn't think I wanted to go down that road. No love for America's Most Wanted? Brother. <laughs> AMW? 
he's been we'll see because there was a i found him because there was like a sponsored facebook ad for a wrestling show and he was on it you know but it was like the tna picture yeah. not to say that i don't do this trick as well <laughs> but uh you know it was the tna picture i was like oh man Braden walker that'd be a weird one you know and then like i started doing some research and i found his facebook and like all his pictures were like tna like tna era pictures and then like I clicked on the like photos of you know yeah. on Facebook. That had a recent one on there. <laughs> not doing so hot. It's not looking too good, man. We, uh, I'd show you, but my phone my phone broke, which we'll get to <laughs> later on. We did have Brian Pillman Jr. booked. He was the first person booked. Actually, it was Brian Pillman Jr. Like that was like the f- before I talked to him um, before he even trained. I talked to him before he. Uh, before he left for Lance Storm's uh, camp or whatever. And uh, because, you know, there was just talk of him going to train or whatever. So, like, I opened up, like, conversation with him. And then after he had returned, um, you know, he was the first guy that, that was booked. I had no idea what his skill set was, but I just figured, you know, he would definitely fit into the to the Jaylet, uh, to the Jaylet type of, you know, weirdness. Yeah, injury did keep him uh, yeah. from being there. Man, he got injured quick, man. Yeah, and it's like it's like a pretty bad one, I think. Like he's like I, I saw him. I saw him on Bourbon Street. Yeah, we saw him at uh, WrestleCon. He was just he hobbling was, around. We tore his ACL or something. Is that what it was? I have no idea. Uh, we'll get to an ACL tear later in this conversation. Uh, we will. Uh, I also want to note that uh, Doctor Daniel C. Rockingham is joining us. Hello, I was waiting for a formal introduction before I interjected myself. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Thank you. Welcome we just for, we just forgot about you, Dan. So that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so those are kind of that's the short list. I know. I'm sure there were other guys. Yeah, there was. Uh, I can't. We gonna, didn't we? We talked about Bulldog's kid. Uh, at one point, D.H. Smith was like kind of on like the the maybe 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 like a list. fringe idea. Yeah, but that's more like. But uh, I think he was like overseas. I don't know. West West Barkley's always pitching him to me. There you go. What about uh, Easy Money? No, I can't book Easy Money because he owes Ethan Page gear. I wish because Easy Money was great. Oh man, I heard Easy Money and EC3 tore it up in a in a ballpark down south like a year or two ago. What about one of the Headhunters? Did you have them on there at all? No, no but dude, fuck no, no. Vic- Victor's really been fucking hitting me up for that oh, singles yeah. run. No. Like I, I was just friends with Manny on Facebook, and uh, I got the friend request from Victor, and I. <laughs> Hey brother, how are you doing, my friend? I bring me in against the champion. When you got it, do you have any more dates? Just me though, not my brother. <laughs> I've gotten three. I've gotten three of those. And Victor's like, the one that got stuck in jail. Yeah, exactly. The one professional one. You can't bring right. him in. Well, no, he's professional. He made it, but yeah, rebooked his flight. They, uh, yeah, I would say I've gotten three messages from him in the last month. Did we discuss Sabu? Mm, no. No. Okay. No, Sabu was discussed for something else, but not this. Oh, okay. I knew we would talk about. Actually, if you do bring the headhunters in, they did promise me T-shirts for my generosity of driving them around. When you took them to Mr. Fuji's, yeah, when I took them to Mr. Fuji's for a solid three hours. So if you bring them in, just make sure they got a nice large T-shirt ready to donate. You got it. Well, that's the most important thing. Uh, So Jaylet Friday comes. Nobody. uh, 
Anything, nothing really crazy on Thursday night, the night before, I don't think. A um, couple early um, flights. I got a new phone and went to go pick up Jody Fleisch from an international flight with no information on when he was arriving. Uh-oh. So I was at the Cleveland Hopkins Airport, airport for an hour walking around trying to find him. Man, well, that's good. You, you, just, you, just, you get out of your car there? The guy told me, hey, no one's going to tell you. It's way too busy. Go at it. So I walked around, got out of the car, and <laughs> tried try to find his bag baggage claim and then i found out about 45 minutes later oh his flight's delayed yeah nice. i probably should have followed up with him and like make sure everything was good but you know i just just like he's an adult you know i sent him his flight like three months ago and i saw him promoting the show so i figured he was good to go he too is a man right jody Fleisch yeah, is a man he, oh he's him, the best him and uh him and laredo kid got in like late thursday um no no issues. I had to get Laredo Kid like a hotel like super far away though. Cause I don't, he was up to weird Laredo Kid shit. As you say hotels, let me backtrack a bit. Because our Jaylet Hotel this year was what was supposed to be the Jaylet Hotel last year. The Howard Johnson. Uh, yeah. The were you nervous the, going into that week? The government rel- relinquished its grips, I guess. Reopened it to the public. And it's reopened. Remodeled too. That that section that uh, we booked was remodeled. Looked. Real I think nice. there were some homeless people like uh, living in the non-remodeled section. In the old section. Because I walked models? in and someone was like, "Yo, you went that wrestling convention?" I'm like, "There's like just dudes with neck tats and shit." And like I was like, "It's not." Yeah, man, I'm with them. It's like, man, I saw some big motherfuckers walking around here. So, yeah, they're they're on their way too right now. <laughs> and then they let me pass. They're like, yeah, you come to room 211 if you guys are trying to party. Oh, no. That's what he said, huh? It was on the complete other side of where we were staying. Yeah, they don't even rent those. uh, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They don't rent them out. (laughs) (laughs) Squatter homes. They were in there. These guys were in there. Uh, Yeah, so uh, nothing, you know, nothing real crazy. Ashley Uh, took care of us. Yeah, it was, you know, no, no incident really with the hotel. Yeah, we didn't have to deal with Bert this year. Yeah, Bert was fucking everything up last year. Yeah, Ashley took care of us. Um, Great service. What's up, everybody? Alex Worldwide Keller here to tell you all about at Thrift Store Jobber, Instagram, Etsy, eBay, etc. And of course, we cannot forget, we would be remiss not to mention thriftstorejobber.bigcartel.com. He's got a doozy of a shirt for you this week. That's right. Everyone misses wrestling on TBS, the clash of the champions, WCW, and you can relive it right here, right now, with this t-shirt size, extra large, beautiful multicolor print, says crew, you can let everyone know you were true to the crew, and that crew was WCW, worldwide, at Thrift Store Jobber, use promo code worldwide and get 10% off of anything you want to buy. I guess, le- like, leading up to it, uh, <laughs> little Guido informs me that he he's injured and cannot wrestle. Uh, but, like, he tells me, like, well, he, t- he calls me, like, the week before and says that he hurt his, he hurt his knee taking an F5 for a YouTube video. <laughs> but he thinks he's okay. He's going to the doctor. Uh, but he's mad because his other knee doesn't have like an ACL or whatever tendon you could survive without. I don't know. He does like one knee doesn't have it, but he hurt the good knee. So he's really worried. And then, uh, 
he tells me he needs surgery and then he tells me he doesn't need surgery. And then he's like, ah, you know, like fast talking. And then I go, well, I already bought you a ticket, man. So like, you got to come. And, uh, you know, this is the day before. She's like, all right, all right, I'll be there. He's like, hey, maybe you put me in a tag or something. And I was like, it's a single tournament, man. So she's like, I'm going to see how <laughs> I feel when work. I like, I want to see how I feel when I get there. So he, like, the worst decision of them all, I get him, like, I put him on a really early flight. Because yeah. <laughs> last year he was delayed. It was all either right. for Double Dare or for Jaylet last year. I can't remember, but. He was delayed and almost did not make it. So I put him on a really early one, assuming he's going to get delayed again. I think it was Jalen. Well, this fucker does not get delayed. He lands at 8.30 a.m. And he's like, all right, what, what are we doing? And, uh... Well, like, they go, you guys go to uh, his new favorite place now that Phanusis is no longer. Yeah, so <laughs> his, yeah, his one bar got, it's totally gone. It's bulldozed. He discovers this other bar, like, two years ago or a year ago, and he wants to go there. And, like, I thought it had been closed, and I told him, I said, man, I drove by it the other day, and it looked closed. So we drive by, and it's open. So we go in there. Under new management. Yeah, it's under new management, but, like, I don't know what it's called. And we go in there, and, uh, you know, it's it looks exactly the same. You know, it's like a bar, and uh, he goes, uh, but give me a Budweiser and a Bud Light. And they go, Oh, we don't we, we don't serve alcohol here. We only serve breakfast. He says, "What are you talking about? There's a beer tap right there." They're like, "Well, well you know, this is our first day open, and the new owner uh, isn't going to sell alcohol in here. We're just a breakfast spot." And uh, Guido goes, "Well, you tell the new owner if he wants to make money, you better get some booze in here. We're out of here." <laughs> like, okay. So he goes. Uh, so I like like look and yelp like bars that are open. Yeah. And uh, I find some place and I drive there and it's closed, but a few like it's like in a plaza and like a few doors up, there's a bar with a door that's open. He's like, yeah, that's where we're going. We're going in there. It's like nine o'clock in the morning and it was open and every type of person that you would imagine is in there at nine o'clock in the morning. That's like whatever you were picturing in your head. That's exactly what was going on in there. There was about seven people in there. So in Cleveland, traditionally blue collar town, we do have a lot of bars that open like that because you get the third shifters coming off that night shift, and this is essentially their happy hour dinner time. Yeah. Well, they look like they're, you know, third shifters. Third shifters. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was a. I think there was a stripper in there. So you get some ladies of the night. Uh, you know, there are some characters in there. And, uh, you know, Guido, uh, Guido starts ordering the beers at 9 a.m. And now I wasn't going to drink at jail at coming off of my pneumonia. Right. That breaks about fucking 15 minutes after fucking little Guido like lands. So, you know, I'm like, all right, I guess, you know, I'll have one. And then one turns to like six. And then, uh, the weekend was off to a start. It was off to a start. But then... Hornswoggle, Gringo Loco, and Tom Lawler land. It's real interesting. And, you know, uh, you can't get into the hotel, or so we thought, this early in the morning. Uh, So they all come to this bar in which uh, the third shift blue collar people recognize Hornswoggle from from the television. (laughs) And they go, Aren't you the guy from TV? The guy? WWF? And he's like, 
me? No. And I was like, yeah, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> and Guido's going, yeah, you know, I was on TV too, you know? And I go, <laughs> So now they're now these people are ecstatic because there are celebrities in their their morning bar. So then they just start buying rounds for everybody, and uh, you know, like they they were giving us tokens or whatever, and because like everyone was buying so many drinks or whatever, I found one. Like I actually found one when I was doing laundry the other day, like just uncashed in beer token. But then Hornswoggle gets obscenely drunk. Oh yeah. And keeps asking if he can break a plate. <laughs> no. What? Because we're not even going to get this out to the jail. It could be like based on how this morning went. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, it, they, they serve pizza. Quick run through. They serve pizza, right? Little Guido is drunk. He's also does some sort of like job where he has to answer his phone a lot. And he's walking away. And I, I don't know. Maybe he's in the mob or something. But he's walking away and he's doing a lot. He's like, ah, you know, I got to do a lot of business over the phone. And, uh, but he's like, you know, they can't know that I'm in the bar, you know? So, like, I got to walk out where it's not so loud. But he was, he got, like, no joke, like, 25 phone calls. Uh, anyway, Hornswoggle's drunk, and uh, Guido discovers that they make pizza there. And Guido says he worked at a pizza shop when he was in high school. So he keeps asking if he could get back in the kitchen because he really wants to make a pie. <laughs> a, like, real, a real Italian. We're the, it's losing all control here. <laughs> Uh, Guido orders pizzas and then like they like the bartender has to make them but she like leaves the building like she went to the grocery store or something and then comes back with like a cart full of like pizza supplies I don't know where she had to have gone to the store and uh, you know so then these pizzas come out and you know we're trying to sober Hornswoggle up Uh, the bartender's son drops off a big Buford in which uh, Hornswoggle eats uh, and then he's obsessed with breaking a plate. And he keeps asking, he keeps saying, I'm going to break this plate. I'm going to break something in here. I'm going to break a plate. I'm going to break a plate. And uh, then finally the bartender goes, I don't fucking care what you break. Break it. And uh, Hornswoggle slams this plate down as hard as he could, <laughs> and it did not break. Uh, it's probably about 11 a.m. at this point, and Guido's hammered. I'm pretty drunk. Oh, my phone is lighting up. Swoggle is destroyed because he is drinking straight vodka um tom lawler is he's drinking uh jameson and coffee and uh gringo loco uh, is gambling playing playing kino all all morning yeah (laughs) loves the kino did not expect that oh yeah so uh you know this goes on for i don't know how long and uh it goes on for a while like one and finally, yeah, I say, uh, okay, let's see if we can get to the hotel. Um, luckily, we can. And uh, that's when I exit I exit this scene oh. because uh, the, they Swaggle wants to continue going out. And I say, yeah, 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 yeah I'm going to meet you. But I answer. Uh, I leave. And mind you, my phone is fucking up at this point. You know, so I'm like, I need to get a new phone, but I don't want to get stuck missing a call in case someone because it, it was working but like it was fu- it was like fucking up it was like all of a sudden like in like a couple of different group chats like we like John Thorne reacted to your message with like 19, 7, 19, 97 different notifications yeah. it's like sorry guys 
just trying to leg through this uh this day before uh jaylet starts yeah so like i'm like i don't want to go and like then they're going to be transferring everything over and i'm going to get stuck or i'm going to miss a call so like i decided to let it ride so i tell hornswoggle i'm going to come meet him but i really just come home and i take a little nap and like take a shower and relax yeah really appreciate that john (laughs) so steve got steve got stuck babysitting yeah so i you just tagged in that was all yeah i'm supposed to pick up well usually i'll pick up hornswoggle right and we'll do our thing but uh my phone's lighting up when are you coming here when are you coming i'm like i don't know dude somebody has to pick up andrew everett from the airport we don't have anybody because at this point the students everybody's setting up the ring uh, or getting it, whatever. So I'm like, well, I got to go pick him up. Meanwhile, I'm getting bitched at by a midget because I'm not at the bar at noon, you know, <laughs> getting hammered with him as he's trying to break this plate. So I'm like, let me go get Andrew Everett, then I'll figure it out, whatever. I get him, I take him to the hotel where I meet up with, well, come upon Gringo Loco and Tom Lawler. Uh, I'm supposed to go meet Hornswoggle at our usual meeting place, which unfortunately he was taken to by. Oh, I forgot. I left. I left Hornswoggle at the bar because he said you he know. was just. He said he was just going to hang with the locals because they were buying him drinks. Yeah, <laughs> he wanted to meet him. <laughs> yes, I he, forgot. I was supposed to go back and pick him up. You left. He wanted me to come pick him up. But you I left just, him with Nick Sanka. I just remembered now. You left him with Nick Sanka, and so Sanka steals Hornswoggle's phone. Is like. Uh, I'll take him. I'll take him to the other spot. I'm like, okay, thanks. I'll meet you there. I go to the hotel. I run into Tom Waller and Gringo Loco, and uh, and they're like, where are you going? I'm like, well, I'm about to go meet up with Hornswoggle or whatever. And they're like, uh, I don't know if we really want to go there. And I'm like, you guys figure it out. Literally, true thing that happened. Gringo Loco, Tom Waller make a coin flip in the lobby of the Hojo. They lose and decide that they need to go back out to the bars. And so then I take them at noon. Uh, this is at like one, one thirty at this point. We get to uh, the other establishment, and yeah, Hornswoggle completely drunk, just hammered, uh, yelling. I go to the bar to order my drink, and Nick Senko walks up to me. He just goes, "Hey, he's a lot to handle, huh?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, how long have you had him?" He's like, "Like twenty minutes." I got a newborn at home, and this is way worse. <laughs> I'm like, yes, it is, Nick Sanka. This is terrible. This is worse than having a child. Oh, he was the worst I've ever seen him. Yeah, he was so Worse bad. than Nola? Yeah. Yeah. It was worse was... than the Night of Wally Mania. Yes. Yeah. Jesus. So bad that several people in the locker room want, okay, yeah, want, want yeah. him to issue apologies. Yeah. So he's getting ridiculous. I'm like, all right, whatever. We all get food there, and we're ordering it. I go up. I come back, and I look, and I'm like, oh, I must have drank a lot of my drink already which is I drink Jameson and ginger ale. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I finish this. I eat some food. I go back up again and later on. I come back, and my, my second drink, completely gone. Like, it's stolen. I don't know where it is. And I just know there's only one person who would have stolen my drink. And here it's this midget hiding it behind his other drinks. And I'm like, dude, give me my, give me my drink, you know? And he just gets this stupid childish, <laughs> I drank it all. I drank <laughs> your other one, too, and you didn't know. And if you know him, as oh, I do, whiskey no. is not good for him. Oh, no. He can't handle whiskey. So he has now crushed two Jameson and Gingers. After all this vodka and everything else he was drinking all day, and I'm like, this is, this is all bad. He was so bad already that like a half an hour, 40 minutes into it, Gringo Loco and Tom Waller are like, let's take the Uber back. And they just leave. 
like we're done. So now I'm stuck with this kid. Wants to go to the other establishment that we usually go to. We do. Then he wants to do jack fire shots. So there's more drinking. At this point, I'm supposed to pick everybody up from the hotel still. I tell him this. Plus, I got to get my suit. Thankfully, Dr. Plus, Dan here, he has to perform. Plus, he has to perform, which I continuously tell him as well. Oh, don't, don't worry. We'll get to that later when the Duke starts enabling him at the show. So, thankfully, Dr. Dan's able to pick up everyone from the hotel. I don't have to. Well, the, but also, you call me, and I have you on speakerphone. Yeah. And one of my patients goes... Is that WWE Superstore Hornswoggle on the phone? And I <laughs> could not believe it because he's just screaming, Dad, it's Swoggle. I'm like, yeah, I, I got to go, man. Just keep <laughs> shouting that. I'm like, he knows you're in the car, dude. Relax. Like, I told him you were here. Just a menace. And the problem Swag- is- Swoggle took, like, Jay Lit Weekend and, like, just made it, like, took like he had so much fun that he made it unfun for everybody this is this is the picture that i paint for people to try to explain him when he's in your car like, i had to take an i had to take a, a midday nap yeah just to recover from the three hours with him when he's in your car it's like when you have a dog in your car you know when the dog keeps going keeps wanting you to put the window down and then it's too much back and forth he that's him the window's down then he wants his head out the window he's yelling at people as if he was barking at them little guido just even said that things. little guido said he's an embarrassment to all drinkers he is he said this guy is embarrassing he kept trying to feed it. this is why little guido wanted to make the pizza in the first place, because Swaggle was so drunk already, he said, this guy needs to sober up. He's yelling. He, like, Guido was mad that he was going to offend his new 8 a.m. bar when he comes to Cleveland. And, uh, he, you know, he says, call him this guy to get this guy to eat something. You know, he's like, I'm going to be coming here quite a bit. So here's, here's a little known part that most people don't know that happened. Little sidebar. We go back to my apartment because I've got to quickly shower, change, and get ready, grab the suit and everything. Get out of the shower. I'm getting dressed. I'm getting ready. And here he is in my kitchen. Hey, Steve, look at this. Look at this. He's got an empty Coke can. I'm like, yeah. Crushes it on his head. Then crushes it a second time on his head. Now he takes the broken part of it, and he is literally trying to blade himself (laughs) in my kitchen with a broken, crushed Coke can. I'm like, no, what are you doing? Like, why would you even try to blade right now? (laughs) Ha, 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 I take this away from him like he's a child. He's listening to this right now. Of course he is. So embarrassed as he drives his child to school. (laughs) Finds a pair of scissors. And then decides he's going to try to start blading himself with the scissors. And I'm like, no. So Why does he at least blade himself at the show? That's what I was thinking. I'm like, why are you doing this now? How do I explain to everybody that you've already bladed and it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon? So there's like this collection of stuff piling up in my bathroom as I'm getting ready just to keep away from him from blading. Then he takes an iron for like me ironing my clothes and he's like putting that against his forehead. I'm like that's not even plugged in you. Like you're not you're not being a tough guy here burning yourself. There was a question that we forgot to that you forgot to ask on my Q&A episode last week. Yeah. Who are the most difficult wrestlers to work with? <laughs> oh, that's right. I'm going Hornswoggle uh, on a date on a date on an early flight day. Day drinking day. If he comes in the night before, he's fine because yeah, he, he gets, sleeps in. He gets drunk the day before and sleeps all day. Right. But landing and then trying to squeeze in oh, all of his rough. activities is bad. He just loves well, breaking shit, huh? After he puts the he loves the break shit like oh, yeah. that one time. One probably the reason we got kicked out of Mahal's was that time he fucking headbutted the door and broke oh, the door. Yeah. Then yeah. he put he was a, like taking bowling balls and throwing them yeah. around. And then stuff. he put a bowling ball in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. He, 
Well, when he realizes the iron isn't on, then he tries to take the edge of the iron and start blading himself with it. I'm like, who blades with an iron? Like, this is insane. And then he's, I have to, you know, when he gets really drunk. I think we forget that, like, he drinks for the size of a normal yeah, but person, he's not a normal person. But he's not right. like a normal size. This is this is how you know he's really drunk. And this happened to Ethan Page once we get in the locker room. I was like, I was like, he's he's hammered right now. And when Swagger goes to walk away anywhere, he just grabs your hand yeah, like a child. He just starts holding your <coughs> oh, hand because yeah. he needs help walking. And then you're like, okay, that's what happened to me at Wally Mania. Yeah. So and then he came out and found me. He barely got down my three stairs out of the apartment to get back in the car. Now I just want to point the scene out as to where I relink up with Swaggle is in the locker room when yes. he arrives, and you have Marty Jannetty and Gangrel having a having a discussion, which I can only assume they're discussing the one time they were a tag team in ECW in Florida at a house show. <laughs> That's what I was envisioning because I found it on Daily Motion, and they're well behaved. Marty Jannetty, you hear horror stories of Marty Jannetty. He's eating apricots like he's eating apricots and like they're just having like you know a nice talk jamming out to some dr dre they're listening to gangster rap music and like just talking the biz and like janetti is totally good totally sober like well behaved minding his p's and q's hornswoggle walks into the (laughs) locker room immediately takes his shirt off (laughs) yep just walks by them goes Sup, guys? And then uh, starts running around the locker room like a fucking psychopath. <laughs> By the way, that shirt was only on for about 10 minutes because he took it off while we were in the car and put it back on just because we were... He didn't want the fans to see him shirtless, huh? Yeah, he, he put it back on as we were No problem, Marty Jannetty seen him shirtless, though. Yeah. He was showing off those delts. So then I see him and I say, you realize that like it's not Thursday. You have to perform tonight. And he goes... For some reason, I thought the show was tomorrow. I said, I said you're at the show. <laughs> He's like, why is this confusing? I said, you usually come in the day before. He goes, that's it. <laughs> Which actually, by I the way. S- I said, but you didn't. You have to wrestle in a few hours. He goes, oh, fuck. Remember, he's the one who lobbied to wrestle night one because we were going to bring him in just night one, night two. Yeah, we were going to bring him in night one, but only have him defend the tag belts on night two yeah but he's like oh man i want to be in it and like uh i something that i believe when brian pillman jr pulled off I, yeah we just slid him in because he was already gonna be there anyway yeah so he was kind of a last minute fill-in fucking regretfully yeah uh because we almost then had to replace the replacement because he was un he like poor magnum ck like just poor guy. Like, I just go, good luck, brother. <laughs> and he goes, oh, all right, man. <laughs> okay. We're going to tell a story. But I'll tell you what, that match ended up being one of the matches of the night. Yeah, well, because well, uh, they, they're trying to, like, you know, Swaggles be feeling real sprighty, you know, while he's, uh, you know, got everything flowing. And then <laughs> yeah. slowly, as the, the match is coming closer and closer, he's like, oh, I don't know, guys. Well, he started, he started sobering up. <laughs> and, like, things started evening out for him. And then, you know. There's the Swaggle is a puker too, by the way. So I'm sure he was a little f- fearful of that. He makes this concoction that's over himself up. Where oh no! Where he is I, dumping C4 oh. pre workout into Red Bull and mixing it and oh, just God. slamming it while Gringo Loco is looking at him in disgust because, and horror. Because Gringo <laughs> Loco had a heart attack. Yeah, because yeah. he had a heart attack. I didn't. Is the reason that he had a heart was attack? Was it C4 or was it? 
did Gangrel give him his own? Uh, Gangrel has his. Oh own, yeah. Gangrel has his own pre-workout brand called Fangin and Bangin. No, it's just a C4 thing yet. I wish. And I think he, bangin Gangrel bangin. was passing that around. Uh, Damn. And uh, I thought that's what Gangrel took, or I thought that's what Swaggle took was the Fangin and Bangin. No, he was, he, was, he was just scooping it in there. He was trying to steal Ethan Page's water bottle. He used it to mix it the whole time. But I did. I did tell him. I said, you know, that's like what they say. Like, you know. When drunk people drink coffee, like that doesn't work. <laughs> that just makes you a more awake drunk person. Like yeah. that's not that does not sober you up. That's pretty much what he was. Was a more awake just a drunk big person. twenty ounce Red Bull, just scoops of it in there. And he, you know, he's not in the best of shape. You know, <laughs> no, he's it's a little guy. I I don't know how many times he asked me questions and I answered them in the same way. It was uh, it, it was ridiculous. We're not even going to get to the show on this podcast based on the drunkness of 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 Hornswoggle and what he was like to deal with. It was I don't a spectacle. I don't know. It was a spectacle. It was an absolute spectacle. It it was such a spectacle that Josh Prohibition even wanted to like almost wrestlers court him and say like, "Hey, he's got." He, this is a bad. This is a really bad look, you know. Like this is a really bad look because, like, you know, there's people that aren't always here all the time, and this guy's running around with his shirt off, <laughs> drunk out of his mind at 4 p.m. He threw my duffel bag out of the uh, arena as we walked in. Just yeah, and fa- oh, fans were also, you know, seeing him walk into the building like out of his mind, drunk. Well, when I first got there, he fell in the parking lot actually as we were walking. And Joe Norris helped carry his stuff in, and and he was like, "Ah, I need that one." And I was like, "He needs that one because he needs help walking." Swaggle, Swaggle is a lot like Worldwide in this comparison. Is like neither of them can casual casually drink. <laughs> oh no! It's like all or nothing. Yeah, it's all in. You know what I mean? It's like it's it's everything. It's everything you got. Everything they can fit into their body, or nothing. And it's like. This this dude, he was like worldwide at an after party, but it was the, the scorn. It, it was the Hornswoggle pre party. I'm I'm really glad that you guys had the intervention with me or, or late last year. Now I'm not like that anymore. We're all yeah, good. Yeah, you were a fucking real dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> not, I, not anymore. Uh, I'm all good. Me, punching me. He was just. Uh, I get it from him, but I just kick him over to the ground. At one point, Swoggle was just laying in his underwear on top of the tables downstairs, <laughs> just casually talking to people as if it was completely normal. Yeah, I don't think he. Well, while the Duke was giving him beers, yeah. and we got to pull him to the side, like Duke, beers. stop so enabling oh, him. Oh, I forgot. That's the third part of his concoction. Was it was beer, Red Bull, and C four? So the Duke oh, that's was what enabling he was him. Duke, up with. Duke brought him four beers, and then when the he asked him to go on the second run, we all looked at him like, Duke, no, what are you Cause, doing? Because Duke was hoping that he would be the replacement. <laughs> Duke, Duke was trying to get in that Jaylet tournament. Duke had that gear bag ready. Duke is always working. Oh man, always it's always clocked in, huh? No, he's, he's he, not always clocked the Duke, in, but he's always working. The Duke, the Duke had a plan with that. He's he was hoping the swaggle was going to pass out so that at that point he would there would be no other wrestler available to fill in except for him. Because <laughs> I bet you he thinks him and CK could have a fucking savage steamboat classic. <laughs> Duke thinks he's a steamboat. <laughs> well, mean, he got chopped by the steamboat, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah, he, he thinks he inherited like his trans- power. Exactly. That's how it works. There. He yeah. thinks Steamboat got the rub off of him. <laughs> oh, no. Well, he made that one joke. That popped Steamboat. No, he really thinks Steamboat got the rub off of him. <laughs> I love it. I mean, where, love do we, it. where do we go? From, how far into this are we? 
Who knows? We're already almost like 40 minutes in. We're going to have to come back. All right. We're going to have to start fresh next week. <laughs> uh, yeah, th- we wrap this up then. Yeah, well, this is just like... We're not the, even at the after party yet. We're, we're not, not even at the show. We're not even Bell hasn't even first bells in the rang yet. We are at the show. Not everybody's even at the show yet. Well, let's see this. The uh, meet and greets at least have started. Uh, little Guido uh, re-arrives and he says, you know, I took a nap, you know, because I'm a good drinker and I know that this is going to be a long weekend. Yeah. He, he goes, this guy is just, this guy is an embarrassment to all drinkers. <laughs> he goes, I, t- I told him to eat that pizza. I told him to eat- and look at him. And this is when Swaggle is laying shirtless on the tables, looking like he's going to die. <laughs> Guido was just, I am so embarrassed to him. I can't believe I used to travel with him. I'm so embarrassed. He goes, didn't this guy learn how to drink when he was in WWE? He had that big Buford, at least. <laughs> that's that's. I got a it. good picture. That was the last photo that I took on my old phone. Because yes. <laughs> by this time in the day... My phone is completely broken. It's like so, half pink you're showing me. Yeah, like the screen is just done. It's completely broken. Uh, so anyone that's trying, like, I have, to, like, I started, when I woke up from my nap during the day, like, my phone was totally broken. So I had to, like, go on, like, my desktop computer and, like, respond to people in, like, the Facebook chat groups. Like, hey, my phone is broken. Like, I can't get a hold of anybody. Anybody that's at the hotel, I have no idea what their phone numbers are. I cannot, nothing on my on my phone worked. Which, for that to happen to a promoter the day of a show, yeah, I can I cannot tell you a more stressful thing to happen ever than your phone breaking the day of because you don't know who's running late, you don't know who's had car trouble. Right, AIW has a history of talent getting arrested on the way to the show. Sure, like. You don't know any of that's happened because whenever my phone ping, 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 nothing. I can't see, I cannot see anything on my phone at all. My phone rings, I cannot answer it. Like, it's just the screen was totally just destroyed. Like, it it did not work at all. Um, So I'm like, I'm fucking freaking out. You know, I had been drunk. I'm sobered up. My phone's broken. I have a fucking uh, talent that is fucking blacked out drunk. My only option to replace him is to sober him up with Red Bull C4 and apparently beer that I didn't know about that part, or put the Duke in as a replacement. <laughs> Little Guido has, has confirmed to me that he cannot wrestle, uh, yeah. especially because uh, I thought you know maybe he'll get some beers and then he'll you know good. he'll be like yeah you know I can do it I'll get through it and he's like you know I, I just know the type of show you got John and I just can't I just can't deliver I can't get the fans you know what the, what they want you know what they want to see uh so i have no idea what to do with him uh so we we booked joshua bishop here uh the day of and uh <laughs> he doesn't know anything but what to do but to go buy self tanner because he's in the jailer <laughs> got to look good you got to look good so uh so uh, as as hornswoggle is running around shirtless <laughs> at the other end of the locker room worldwide is spray painting joshua bishop with with spray tanner because this is his big call up to the fucking to the jail to tournament. I'm ready to go for the tournament. Imagine if that uh, gospel got the group call. that was in our locker room, the one show, had been down there for this. Yeah, he's just in that his. He's just he's just in his underwear and uh, worldwide is just spraying him down. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? There's there's like a big triangle. Of, there's three groups really. There's the swaggle group where people are just at, trying to wake him up. 
and or have intervention. Me. Yeah, there's people watching me get uh, sprayed by Worldwide. And then there's Marty Jannetty and Gangrel just jamming around with just random, with whoever's walking in. Yeah, they're listening to like Death Row's greatest hits, <laughs> yeah. just talking the biz. Eating apricots. They were both really nice. Like I enjoyed them being there. Gangrel, man, he was like, yeah, this is an awesome time. He yeah. was just pumped to be there, dude. I bought him a shot at the after party. That was like, <laughs> Those fanging and banging Gangrel's uh, fitness Gangrel. polos. Yeah, he was ready to dude, go. Dude, he's trying to really brand that fanging and banging, man. We'll, we'll, we'll get to his match when he uh, he starts the fanging and banging chance. He's fanging and banging. He's got uh, something else. He doesn't just Gangrel have Gangrel wrestling. Right? Oh, he, I don't know. Yeah, he had some. He has, uh, He's licensing that out like crazy. What is he had something one? else I don't remember. Yeah, he's got. I mean, he's wrestling, got wrestling asylum school. or something. Yeah, he's got his school, but he's got the energy drink, and then there's the pre-workout. Yeah, something else. Of banging course, and banging fitness. People are also uh, trying to Google a certain movie that he was a director of. Yeah, he was a porn director at one yeah, point. Yeah, so there's, that's going on in the locker room too. What a great time! Not people. It was PB Smooth. Let's go. <laughs> oh, well, you know, oh. that's trying to be cool. That's fine. Uh, you know, that's a great note to end it on right there. Banging and banging and uh, directing a porn. Uh, look, folks, sorry we didn't even get to jail it. We finally arrived at the building. All this is happening. And our next episode, you know, we'll recap. We'll just go right into jail it. The actual <laughs> matches for you. Uh, for John Thorne, Dr. Daniel C. Rockingham, Joshua Bishop, my name is Steve Guy, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Alex Worldwide Keller with the Worldwide AIW Road Report. That's right. I am live and direct right here in Russia. That's right. I'm in Russia. I'm at the World Cup. I'm flying for the show coming up this week. I don't know why Thor sent me here, and I hope I get my trans covered because, whoo, this was expensive at a walker out, but I'm really not sure. But June 22nd, and then around the Lake Ohio, we have Grado and Dick's Excellent Adventure. All sorts of matches on tap. As a matter of fact, I think the Weird World has Duke Money Inc. once again, and I think we got their freaking number once again. Plus, all sorts of other great matches, great drink specials from Music Link. Find out all about it worldwide, ARWrestling.com.